Welcome to the Seriously Social Podcast with your host, Simone Douglas. Our guest this episode is Andrew Andrews from the Data Management Association. He and Simone discuss cybersecurity, the importance of good data management, and how to turn your data into an asset. So uh, today on the Seriously Social Podcast, I'm joined by Andrew Andrews, longtime friend and business associate. I think we've known each other for at least eight years now, if not longer. Um, and Andrew is from the Data Management Association of South Australia, or the South Australian branch. Yeah. Um, so thanks for coming in today. Thanks, Simone. So thrilled to be here. Yeah, it's been really nice to catch up. Yeah. So maybe you can start by um, just giving us a bit of an overview, because I had never heard of the Data Management Association so before today. It started in the US yep. in 1988, and a group of data practitioners got together and started writing stuff about what they knew would be true and correct. And they started a movement, basically started an international movement 33 years ago. Wow. And, and it's evolved and expanded all around the world, 50, 60 chapters around the world, yeah. including Australia. And then there's branches in each country. And it's a not-for-profit yeah. of people who practice data, who practice managing data. It's a community group to represent the industry so, to organisations and to government yeah. as well as to inform to inform other people who actually work with data on how they should best manage data. So uh, ultimately the, the association built this framework, it's called a framework, mm-hmm. it's a textbook, it's yeah. a 600 page textbook called the DMBOC, Data Management Body of Knowledge yeah. and it's a step by step guide on everything to do with the way an organisation should manage data and access and use it and all those things. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's, it's a bible of people who work with data. So I have three organisations yeah. that I technically manage data for, yeah. um, in theory. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I don't think I'd be alone um, yeah. in, in that perception of like, as business owners, we think that we yeah. Well, we think that we are collecting data. We certainly are accumulating lots of data. Sure. Um, what do you think is the big, biggest challenge for the modern day business owner when it comes to all of these kind of data segments and points? Well, there's a couple of challenges. Firstly, that if you're managing data, you're, and it's managing data for, on behalf of people, yeah. your customers mm-hmm. or your vendors or your suppliers or anything like that, there's a set of principles that any person who's managing data needs to abide by. And that's privacy. Privacy mm-hmm. first, absolutely essential. Because if you have a privacy breach that actually distracts your, distracts from the brand, your brand, mm-hmm. because people lose confidence in providing you data. Absolutely. So, so there's an issue of ensuring that whatever data is provided to you is kept confidential and safe and secure and all of those things. There's, because we all do work on the internet mm-hmm. now, uh, the, the, the issue of cyber security and, and the hacking and, and virus protection and all of those things is even more so important today as it ever, as it ever has been. Yeah. And you know, the people that actually, the, the terrorists in, in the digital space who, who invade your systems, potentially mm-hmm. invade your systems and then hack your data and then ask you for, to pay Bitcoin to uncrypt your yeah. data, that's a big threat. So it is you, need a big to, threat. you need to ensure any business owner needs to ensure that they've got the virus scanning software and all the 
security protocols, firewalls, all that sort of stuff that you should have to make sure you keep your data safe and secure. Um, the other thing that's critical is assuming that you've got it private and secure and safe and all of those things, the, the, the next question for a business owner is how do you convert data into something that's a valuable asset for your business? Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's ultimately you collect data for a purpose. You do yeah. collect data to transact, mm -hmm. but ultimately you're creating data which gives you a representation of what's going on in your business, yeah. in anyone's business. And the trick is, is how do you interpret the data that you collect into something that's meaningful and actionable for a business owner? And, and to the point where you can detect, you can read the signals in your data without actually having to physically be in your business, watching your business every day. Yeah. If you're able to understand your data well enough to know what's going on, and, and maybe using the data to help inform what your next decision is going to be. Yeah. And that's the critical thing, especially for businesses, especially for yourself as an entrepreneur who's running multiple businesses, you're, you're not physically able to be in front of every no. business every day. So therefore, you use your data as a way of helping you detect and, and monitor your business. So it's, so there's a, with collecting data for small and medium businesses, yeah. it's knowing what reports to look at, yeah. right? understanding what those reports mean and whether they're actually sensible with what's going on in, in the real world in your business. How do you think that you um, educate yourself as a business owner around that? Because I think that's a really big challenge for most, if we look at South Australia, it's built yeah. predominantly, I suppose, on, on yeah. two yeah. industries really, government yeah. and small business. That's right. So, you know, like in the scheme of things, as a small business owner, so if yeah. I go back to when I had one business and yeah. it was my first business and yeah. I hadn't had to worry about all these things, yeah. um, you know, we have such a lack of education and information as business owners as to what um, what we need to look for, what kinds of data inputs we should be looking at. We sure. really rely on our accountant, you sure. know, and our accounting software. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, having had a number of businesses yourself yeah. and being involved in consulting to a number of businesses, yeah. what would you say are the critical success factors we have to get our head around? So, let's assume you're using a, a say zero one of the accounting packages yeah. already in place, and they're really great products already, and then they've got hundreds of thousands of users, and they generate a lot. The reports that come out of that are informed of it by the entire user base. Yeah. So I, I, I really would recommend any product that you buy in the same accounting system mm -hmm. or a point of sale system if you're running a, a pub yeah. or a CRM if you're running a service-based business, look at the reports that are coming out of the product. Use those reports that come out of the system because those reports are built on a basis of knowledge from the customer base. Yeah. Right? So, so therefore, they're, they're, they become a template for your business. So use those templates and try and understand what those templates mean. If you, if, if you look at a report and you say, I don't really understand this, mm -hmm. speak to the vendor of the product to say, what does this mean? How does this yeah. work? How do, how do you interpret this data? It's important that, you, that a business owner takes the time and, invest, and makes the investment mm -hmm. to understand what they're getting out of the product. Yeah. So then, then, then other people and this is this is purely individual decision. Mm -hmm. Some people take the raw data that comes out of these products and then drop it into Excel, let's say, yeah. and start graphing it, and yeah. you start generating your own graphs. Mm -hmm. So, 
it would take if you if you really keen, uh, you could hire an analyst or someone yeah. to work part time mm -hmm. to actually take a data scientist or someone who's done data at uni yeah. to actually take some of that data and reimagine it for you yeah. for your business or businesses. You can have yeah. a combination of both. So if you're running, say, if you're running three businesses. Mm -hmm and they're all sitting on in zero but in different accounts yeah. and you want to integrate the two the three together yeah to see what's actually happening across, across the, the whole across yeah. the whole lot mm -hmm. so you get you get the data out drop it into three spreadsheets and then you've got to somehow reconcile it so that it all makes sense across mm -hmm. the three and then you can build some graphing across that uh, individually and the question is the question is it's not being able to access the data mm -hmm. or not being able to form it correctly because that's yeah. normally really the simpler thing mm -hmm. is knowing what questions you want to ask the data. Yeah. Right? Having the right have, knowing what the right question is, mm -hmm. what the question looks like first is probably the more important than the data itself. Yeah. So so it need a business owners need to be more inquisitive about their own businesses. And look at their data as the what data they're collecting to actually know what questions they want to ask the systems or the person that's analysing the data yeah. for them. And you know, in the old days, or not that long ago really, most business owners relied upon their accountants. Absolutely, yeah. And I think the accounting sector has been really slow mm. to uh, adjust to the technologies that are available. As a sector, the accounting yeah. sector, it needs to push harder to actually be more interpretive with the data that they're getting out of these systems, yeah. and not rely on being compliance and just help with BAS and doing your end of month P and L, because a P and L does not inform you no, on what really is going on in your business. Do yeah. you think though it's like so when it comes to accountants, yeah. and, and I have mixed opinions. Yeah. Like I love my current accountant, sure. but he's my third one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I interviewed six before I hired him. Yeah. Um, but they they'll give you what you ask for if often. Like so, yeah. you know, when I sat down with Kevin, I said, yeah. "What I need is management accounting advice." Yeah. yeah proactive not reactive sure. so i don't want a management accounting report at the end of the quarter no. that tells me that i stuffed up because no. it's too late yeah. um what i want is someone to go i've run your reports for the month yeah. you, this this and this are yeah. ever concerned and then you yeah. need to go look at these things yeah. Yeah. um and he does that really well like i don't get graphs but i literally get bullet points with green ticks and red crosses next as a dashboard yeah. something like a dashboard yeah. thing yeah absolutely and it's just really when you're so time poor that's really simple because then i have to i can just go green 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 red right okay yeah, yeah. i've already actioned that that's fine I, I really think accountants as a as a as a profession um and any advisor yeah needs to um need to spend more time on focusing on what questions need to be asked mm. from the data yeah, from the information sense. that the that the business owner holds, yeah. and it's not always in the in the accounting system no. or in the, in the pub system. Yeah, it could be, for example, a real good metric of any business is to monitor the complaint and the complaints that you, get, you receive. You receive, yeah. yeah. So, does a business owner should a business owner keep a, a spreadsheet of all the complaints that they get? Yeah. You know that anything that well, all, all feedback, yeah, right? or all of the Google reviews that you get, and how many stars. All of that. that. Yeah. Right. So there are tools out there that actually can scan for that sort of mm. stuff and be and push you stuff that you need to hear or yeah. see. Yeah. So there's 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 a whole bunch of information. We're in fact flooded with information. It's knowing 
how to pick out the good stuff from all the noise. Yeah. And and then knowing to collect what, knowing how to collect it and what it means. And you're you're a, uh, you're a financial advisor, you're a business mm -hmm. advisor, you're an accountant, should be expert enough to help you ask the right questions, and then form the dashboards with you. Yeah. You know, yeah? yeah. So it's, I I wouldn't want. You know, if I, when I deal with my accountant or anyone, I want to make sure that I understand anything that's inside this dashboard or yeah. anything that in, if it says it's green, I know why. Yeah. If it says it's amber or red, I know why as well. Yeah. And, and it's really important to be that precise, I think. And you, you know, have to be able to trust the data. That's the thing. So if you understand the dashboard, yeah. then I find I can I trust what's in it yeah. more, yeah. and then I'm more equipped to make the business decisions that I have to make quickly. Sure, sure. Yeah. And then you can then focus your time with your accountant on on focus on on exceptions, yeah. on things that are doubtful or need specific advice. Focus your time on the on the on the problems rather than the, the routine. Yeah. If you know things are going well in yeah. certain areas, just focus on the stuff that really matters. And I remember I saw you you post a little infographic about the, uh, the things that you can control and the things you can't control. Yeah, absolutely. Let, let the data help you on what you can control on. Yeah. The things that you can control. Let the data tell you what that should what that what is. What that looks like. Yeah. yeah. What it should look like. Yeah. yeah. And um, so simple, simple things. And I think the the trick is that most business owners and small to medium businesses don't spend enough time working on their business. They spend their time working in their business. Yeah. If you use your data right, you can actually get dis you can disconnect from the day to day and actually start looking at your, the measures, the, the metrics in yeah. your business. Yeah, and, um, and that makes a huge business to you, a huge difference to your growth in your business. The minute that you can take that step back. And really focus on yeah. instead of in. Yeah. Um, you know, I know for myself that's when my businesses start yeah. to elevate yeah. and I start to put on more yeah. staff. Yeah. So now I over the last ten years I've had two different stints on the franchise council yeah. board in here in South Australia mm -hmm. in the businesses that I've run. And most franchisees rely on the franchise order to make those decisions for them. Yeah. Because when you buy a franchise, you get some reporting that comes with being a franchisee. Mm -hmm. I've, I've got this thing that I would, as a franchisee, if I were a franchisee, I wouldn't always rely on the stuff that's being provided no, to me absolutely. by the franchisor. Yeah. I think, I think you've, as a franchisee, you've got to elevate yourself above what the, what the franchise thinks is, a, is the standard model on how to run a, a, a yeah. business. Um, and so I think that's a skill too, that when we're teaching um, franchisees on how to run their own businesses, I don't think we spend enough time on helping them understand how to run it with the data that, that they're getting well, from, I'd from agree the franchise. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's such a big opportunity. Yeah. And one of my businesses is a franchise. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, based yeah. on yeah. the information that you get, yeah. um, like I, I get a plethora of reports. Yeah. In fact, they all dropped at six o'clock this morning. So yeah, yeah. for the month. Yeah. Um, but I've ended up going away and generating my own reports and yeah. spreadsheets and yeah. things that actually yeah. track the things that I want to track. Exactly. That's that's my thing, right? So you want to be more in touch with your own franchise operations. Yeah. So and 
you know, you've been informed enough to know that what you're getting straight out of the box isn't working for you. So you're going to invent your own stats to see on what you think is the, are the right measures. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I and I, I think that's. You know, that's why I get excited about data, because data is the new gold. It's the, it's, it's what the 21st century will grow based on our data, the data that we collect. We now have a sea of data and we're getting, a, it just grows exponentially every day. You know, this whole COVID thing, we're now flooded every day with data about about COVID. About yeah. COVID. Now, that's actually, you know, with all the negativity that comes with COVID, mm -hmm. what it has helped me is actually tells people every day mm. that the data, using the data can actually change people's lives. Yeah, very right? true. And, and every day we're hit, hit with news stories. Mm. Here's, here's the infection rates, here's the transmission rates. You know, all of that, we're actually thrown data every day. Yeah. And it's actually been a good thing, because I think oh, as much as it's been a pandemic and it's negative, yeah. the, the good thing is that it's actually taught us that data Serve to you on a daily basis is important. Yeah, absolutely. And if we can transfer that into the way we run our businesses, I think businesses will run more efficiently, more effectively. If we're taught, if people get into the discipline yeah. of using data for that purpose. I think that's a really good point to end on, actually. So, yeah, yeah. Um, in this scheme of things, I think exactly that. If we get in the habit of looking at our data on a daily basis yeah. in our businesses yeah. and making informed decisions based yeah. on that, yeah. um, we're going to have a very healthy local economy, which is definitely something that we need to build we and grow. Need it. Yeah, so thanks very much, Andrew, for joining me today on the Red Chairs. Thanks, and, um, I look forward to catching up with you over lunch or coffee or something soon. Anytime. Pleasure. Really, really good. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Seriously Social podcast. See our website for more details at www.socialmediaaok.com.au slash podcast. Check the show notes for credits, music used in the program, and more details about our guests.